there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. difficult about being here for you guys so welcome to Alori. <laughs> my name's Kimmy and I am here with my co-host Ryan. Um, welcome back to Alori, our folklore podcast where we tell you the history and sightings of different folklore and legends from around the world and we do it in one take. <laughs> yeah we never make mistakes here we're perfect. Nope. Flawless. We definitely didn't already record 30 minutes of this episode before realizing <laughs> I didn't have a microphone, but uh, that's okay. Listen, we were too busy setting up this cool new rad setup for all the people yeah. watching us on YouTube. So, wow. and now I have to... The nice thing is I'm going to point the right direction now because we already did all of this and I still got it wrong. There we go. There we go. <laughs> We will figure out my camera next time, so just hold yeah. on, everybody. Just hold yeah. on. Um, we will get right into it. For all our audio listeners that don't know what's going on, it's been chaotically great on our YouTube channel, so come check out yeah. our live streams if you're about that. But <laughs> Yeah, I'd say one restart could be worse. Could be worse. See, that's how I look at it. Like, yeah. we're just... I don't know. Maybe we'll be better the second time around. Maybe we'll be worse. We will find out in 30 minutes. Um, so let's start this again. Ryan, what did you find alluring this week? So as previously mentioned, um, I was like, 2023, what do I have more time on my hands than I did last year? The answer is no. But <laughs> do I have more time to decide to pick up another hobby? Yes. Always. So I started kickboxing, and it's been a good time. Um, yacht, I'm in pain just <laughs> everywhere. Um, <laughs> back hurts, ankles hurt, wrists hurt, but it's a good time. I'm having fun with it. All the micro muscles are really acting up today. Yeah, all the ones that you're like, oh, there's no muscles there. Like, that's just your body. Nope, turns out. It's a muscle, and it can be sore. You know, kickboxing is so much fun, though. Like, it is. It's such. No, a I've been having tech. fun. You have you? Uh, um... Everybody's super nice. Oh Which God. I was kind of scared at first. I thought it was going to be a bunch of like aggro, like no. people. No, it's just a bunch of people who are just there to have a good time. Well, like 
people that kickbox, I feel are very quiet rage people where they aren't very outwardly aggressive in my yeah. <laughs> personal experience. So they're very welcoming and peaceful. They're like, oh, yeah. come here. Let's do this fun thing. And then they destroy a bag and you see God for a minute. And you're like, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. This makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the guy that was my, like, I guess, sparring partner, he's been doing it for, like, four years, and he didn't realize it was, like, my first class. Aww. Um, he was going a little hard, but he was still very nice. Um, That's how you learn. Yeah. That's a good way to learn, though. Just kind of get thrown into it. Yeah, just absolutely yeeted into the fire. <laughs> um but yeah, what did what did what did you find alluring this week? Man, I I am on the opposite realm of working out. I was pure entertainment. Um <laughs> my sister-in-law is just a pure blessing. She is super into theater and like I said before, I told my brother, I was like this is the one chief because yes, they're compatible and everything, but I also wanted her in my life. So mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, "You want to go see the Little Mermaid?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she. It was. Do I want to see the Little Mermaid? <laughs> do I want to? I I spent so much money on yeah. red hair dye. Like yeah. that's an <laughs> automatic yes. Yeah. And she was so cute. So we even like dressed up like grungy Ariel and Ursula. <laughs> and we went to the um the hail center theater in sandy and it was absolutely gorgeous i like cried three times during it and my favorite thing is it's a circle theater in the middle so all the seating is around it and rises up and Mm -hmm. they would have people on wires with the mermaid tails and they made it look like it was underwater and they were swimming. And I was speechless. Like I got a little <laughs> bit, what's it called? Like when you're scared of heights, like I was feeling it for the yeah. singers. I you just like slouched in your seat. <gasps> just, like, staring up, like, yeah. Cause they, man. man, it was so cool. Cause they would like have, cause they'd have like Ariel would be on the rock at the bottom of the ocean and then she would swim up. Like, she's going up to, like, her spot on land. And she'd swim all the way up, like, into the ceiling. And then the bottom stage would lift up, and she'd be sitting there on her rock. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it was just all of it. And my favorite thing was the costumes. Oh, my Atlanta. I literally oh my atlanta because i was absolutely speechless literally yeah i like i i was watching it and i was like you know what i really need that wedding dress that it was gorgeous everything was just immaculate it felt like brazil carnival like i i just have nothing but positive things to say about it and I felt like an inner child, and I adored absolutely every second of it. So if you guys want to go see a magical play, it will change your life. Now that you've uh, you just mentioned children, um, let's uh, let's let's jump into this week's story, should we? Yeah. I guess. Do you wanna do you wanna keep talking about fun stuff, or no? We're just gonna jump in. I know we're just gonna jump in. Just. 
Ooh, that's the wrong slide. <laughs> that's all right. It won't let me change it for some reason. That's okay. <laughs> it won't let you change anyway. the slides? You know, things are... Some days you just have technical difficulty after technical difficulty. Anyway, my fear must have been evident. The boy in the back wore a look of confusion. The spokesman banged sharply on the window as I rolled it up. His words, full of anger, echo in my mind, even today. We can't come in unless you tell us. It's okay. Let us in. And let's let us get to the story. What are we, what are we talking about, Kimmy? Well, I'm going to light one of my holy candles right now before I start this. Because... I like my cinnamon spiced vanilla, not Ooh. holy, um, Bed Bath & Beyond. Ooh. <laughs> we, one, one day, we'll, we'll find the <laughs> candle maker. Because, like, I made this one, but, man, it takes so much work. Yeah. It takes so much work. Turns out. <sighs> we'll get there. One day. Yeah. But until then, most of the times when we hear a knock at the door, it takes place during the day. And it's either a neighbor, family, friend, or even a salesperson. But what happens when we hear a knock at the door at night? Of course, our guard is going to be up a little bit more. Maybe our pets will bark at it. And you may be wondering, who could be here so late? Then, when you look through the peephole and see some hooded child asking for help, I want you to take a step back and listen to your gut. Because if it is screaming, not today, Satan, you want to listen to it. Why? Because those kids aren't human and they will bring nothing but sorrow your way. So we're going to look at this week's illustration for all of our audio listeners. If you want to check it out, go to our website and go to the latest blog post or go to our Instagram and if you're watching, incredibly creepy. Feel like it's staring into my soul. Yeah, they are. They are staring into your soul without having eyes, which is even yes. more unsettling. Yes, somehow worse. <laughs> so, we will be talking about the ominous black-eyed children this week. The legend of this unknown entity has been around since the 1980s. It can be found as part of England and American urban legends. It was only the first scary legend to come out. No, it was one of the first scary legends to come out with the rise of the internet and continues to be a spooky influence in today's media. So, <laughs> listen, Patreons, I love you, but each time you guys do a scary episode, it really just <laughs> takes it out of me. <laughs> oh, like, I love and hate it. I don't know if you feel the same way, Ryan, but... Oh, I love I love scary stuff, and I, I love how like every time we have a scary episode, it's you messaging me. Like, I've been really trying to get through these notes, but like, I keep freaking myself out. That's it's... my favorite part. So, Patreon, keep it up. Keep so keep it up, because yeah. the thing is, I I'll do the show notes at night. That's when I yeah. have time, and then I don't want to do these at night. Like I get scared. 
so they take longer to do because I scare myself. Here's the thing. It's 2023. Oh, You're Jesus. not going to get a knock on your door. We got ring doorbells. You just If, <laughs> if you see them knock on your door, just say, go away. Through your ring camera. You're good to go. You don't even got to go out there. They don't understand that technology. <laughs> yeah. They're well, like, what? Well, that's, that's perfect because um, there has been many different legends of this child like dating back to prehistoric times. Oh. But... These demonic rugrats are in a category all of their own due to their strange behavior and unknown existence. So everyone, I want you to take a minute. This isn't spooky. This is pretty delightful, so enjoy it while it lasts. Um, close your eyes, and I want you to imagine a time. A time where there is tons of neon, very processed frozen dinners, mixtapes for your crush, and the internet making the most god-awful sound as it starts up. Because the legend's origins start around the 1990s. Nice. Yes! <laughs> Tales of the black-eyed children were widespread on the internet in, in tabloids. And in paranormal books. But... That was only from 1998 and forward. So what really kicked off the sudden growth of this legend? Well, many say it's because the first written encounter was published in the Usenet group Alt.Magic on July 30th, 1997 by Brian Bethel, a newspaper spiritual columnist in Texas. So are our slides working? Oh, sweet. Our slides are working. Oh, that's a great feeling. So about a month later, Brian even posted the same story in Alt Folklore Ghost-Stories, where he added additional encounters that his friends have experienced when they came face-to-face -face with the Black-Eyed Children. Though the second version he posted was heavily edited, Brian maintained his story, which made it feel factual and not just the start of an internet urban legend. But... If we have learned anything about cryptids and the internet and urban legends, there is always doubt that was made up just for views. No. Nah. People don't do that. <laughs> People don't lie on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, the 1990s? Um, earlier that same day, Brian wrote a lengthy post on alt.magic where he discussed his childhood belief in the game Bloody Mary. And this was the moment I stopped doing notes one night. So, because I was like, this is too much for me. There has been a mouse that we have caught several times in our house that we go to a park way down the street, let go, and comes back every time that I will see run out of the corner of my eye that scares me. And I saw that. And I couldn't do my notes anymore. Mm. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> but I did continue on like the brave soldier that I am. Very proud so of you. So if you all want to dive into Bloody Mary, we got an episode about that. Uh, yeah. EP32, Bloody Mary walks, Rocks Our World. So check it out. You got a really great story in there about her rock in my world. <laughs> Ryan literally has Bloody Mary rock her world so <laughs> go check that out um but back to this one so in this article he proposes the idea that if enough people believe in an imagined entity there's a possibility it will be manifested into existence 
he brings up how maybe Bloody Mary could have been created just by a collective force of will. And maybe we have more power in creation than we think. Mm. And I think this was really interesting because we've talked about this many yeah. times on the show. Like, maybe we're just manifesting all these really awful yeah. things. When enough cultures all have, like, the exact same story, <laughs> you know? Maybe it's true. Maybe it's true. Well, the thing is, we got to connect the dots now. So that same evening, Brian then posted his Black Eyed Kids encounter. So this led many to believe that he was simply creating the urban legend. Because he goes on this whole rant on how we can just make up these creatures if enough people believe. And then he does a post about them. So that's where the doubt comes in. Okay. But who knows? I'm personally a big believer when you have something on the brain, you notice it way more. Um, it's a lot like when you learn a new word for the first time and then you suddenly notice it everywhere and that everyone is using it. All the time. All the time. Like, I don't get it, but I think our brain just like blocks some stuff out. And when we open a door, it just lets everything else related to yeah. it in. Or just like a new fun fact. You like hear it and then like six more people tell you it and you're yeah. like, hmm. You're like, hmm, this is interesting. Yeah, no, I, I honestly believe he may have just had, like, the right third eye open that night or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it also seems that once the story was out, more encounters of these spooky rugrats came into play. So maybe Brian was onto something. Maybe we did bring these spooky entities into our lives. But... Who knows? And the other interesting thing is I was able to find an oral legend of where the Black Eyed Kids come from, but there really wasn't much on it. It was like each thing I read about was like a passing sentence. So <laughs> I like put all the sentences together from many different articles to make a yeah. story because I couldn't just find the story by itself. So... The legend tells of four children by the name of Josh Collins, Emma Collins, and their friends Remy and Joe, and how they decided to play a game of hide-and-seek. Uh, first red flag, hide-and-seek with kids. I don't know why, it just gets spooky. Uh, yeah. The kids went into the woods nearby, and while playing the game, it quickly became dark, and they got lost in the forest. Though their bodies were never found, it's believed they all perished a terrible death. And the kids that meet the same fate will become one of the soulless eyed children we know today. So, regardless if this is the true origin story or Brian's first encounter is, like, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fair, it's actually like one of the more recent creatures we have talked about. So, there's not a lot dating back, and there is, like, ghost children. That's really common, but I didn't want to get into that because I was scared, and that could be <laughs> for another time. My heart can only take so much, you guys. Yeah. So <laughs> I will tell you quickly about the name and show this quick little spooky image. Um, the name Black Eyed Children is very straightforward. Just kids with solid black eyes. They also are known as Black Eyed Kids, or B-E-K for short. Um, I didn't find that being anything else that could be bad, so that's why I want to refer to them from this point on in the story. 
And now that we know the history about them, it is Ryan's turn to tell you about some of these first-hand encounters with these spooky creatures. Ah, thank you for changing the slide, because I really hated that image. (laughs) Staring at you. All right, so this first one is, as previously mentioned, Brian's encounter. All right. So late one evening, Brian had parked his car outside a movie theater to write a check because, you know, very 90s. Yeah. (laughs) While doing this, two young boys approached his car. He was so absorbed in what he was doing that it was only until one of the boys tapped on the side of his window and he was startled and noticed them. He immediately rolled down his window to ask what they wanted but felt a sense of dread come over him. The older of the two boys said that they had come to watch the Mortal Kombat movie, but forgot some money at home and were asking if Brian could give them a ride home. Um, Bethel felt weird. Wait. That's his last name. Sorry, yeah. So Brian <laughs> felt weird, and if on cue, the children assumed, Brian, that they were harmless, which you're a child and you have to assume, you know, maybe. It- I was always told as a child not to get in a stranger's car if they ask. So I feel like me asking is another level. That's fine. <laughs> Especially in the 90s. That was like ingrained, you know. Oh, yeah. All right. So that's when Brian noticed the movie had already started and said that they wouldn't make it back in time if he did help them. That's when he turned and made eye contact. At that moment, his fear grew as he saw the soulless black eyes of the children. Now more focused on them, he also noticed a more ghostly appearance on them. Panic, he drove out of the parking lot, never turning back. Now what if they were just some kids? And they're like, dang, that guy was rude. Just <laughs> away in his- I can't. I don't know what they said to old about old people back then. I was I was fresh out of the womb at that time. So yeah, I don't know this like. Yeah, I don't think OK Boomer was around yet, even though it was. <laughs> Whatever boomer. the equivalent of OK Boomer was. Yeah. <laughs> the past tense for OK Boomer, I guess. Yeah. And they pulled uh, skates out of their massively oversized pockets and skated home. <laughs> Or were Heelys? Or was that 2000? I think that was more 2000. Because I remember Heelys. And yeah. I was a baby in the 90s as well. Yeah, we, we were 90s. We were 90s children. So this is yeah. right at the time to cause fear in our young parents' lives. <laughs> yeah. All right. This next one is an elderly couple encounter. Mm, so this one. encounter takes place in the middle of Vermont. One snowy night, an elderly couple heard the sound of three loud knocks on their door. When they opened the door and saw two children, a boy and a girl. Parents will be here soon. May we come in? The couple assumed they were scared since the children did not make eye contact and just stood there in the doorway. At the same time, they felt a bit uneasy. But nonetheless, the elderly couple let the two inside. No, sorry. Yeah, the kids then settled on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa and the husband asked them questions that went unanswered. The wife returned and noticed that her cat was scared and angry with the children. May we please use the restroom? Mm-mm. The wife then made eye contact with the children and noticed their black, soulless eyes. She quickly directed them to the bathroom and now panicked returned to her husband who was covering his face with his hands. Did you see their eyes? The husband then showed 
her his hand full of blood from a nosebleed. The power then suddenly went out, and the house became pitch black and quiet. The wife headed to the restroom and was confronted by the voice of the kids at the end of the hall uttering, Our parents are here. The kids then exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife then noticed there were two men at the end of the driveway. The men were very tall and slender. The wife waved but did not receive the same friendly gesture. The two men and children then drove away together in one car. Mm -hmm. Then, as quickly as it turned off, the power came back on and the couple didn't know what to make of the strange encounter. They were glad the kids were gone and talked about how they had black eyes and, and hoped to never encounter them again. Sadly, though, this wasn't the end of it. Through the next week, weird things happened in the house. Three out of the four cats went missing, and fourth had been found dead in a pool of its own blood. The husband continued to have nosebleeds and finally went to the doctor where he was diagnosed with a very aggressive skin cancer. So it sounds like they're very bad luck, I guess. I, I hate everything about all of that because, I don't know, I just like... I have such a hard time because I always help children, but (laughs) being a single, like having to live by myself and be single for a while, I remember like getting really into true crime to like learn how to keep myself safe and how one of the tactics they'll use is to have kids to try to knock on your door to get stuff so that they can Mm. break in. So I would just be like, nah, Chief, not tonight. I'm sorry. I can't do anything. Unfortunately, there weren't too many true crime podcasts in the 90s. You know, <laughs> I that's what I have to think of. Like, we didn't have the internet at this. I don't no. know. I just don't trust people. No, that's fair. <laughs> I look at people and I'm like, nah. Like, my, my sweet father was always like, you really got to give people a chance. And I was like... They have yeah. two seconds. <laughs> I can tell everything I need within the first two seconds of meeting a person. What yeah, they're but gonna it's do? Possible. I'm so, sorry. No, you're fine. I, I'm just. I was going to start astrology ranting, and I don't no. think anyone has the heart for that. We'll cut you off now, then. <laughs> I was going to say, so it's possible that the children like didn't bring the bad things, and they were more of just like a sign, you know? Like these things were going to happen okay. already anyway. And they were just kind of like the omen, I guess, not the cause. You know, okay. just throwing it out there. Well, like, the lights, though. I'm sorry. Like, that... Well, I mean, just because they're... They could still cut the lights out. <laughs> That's part of the setup. That's part of the omen thing they do, actually. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they caused it. I don't know. That's just, you know, just, okay. a, just a little... uh little thought for you <laughs> are you going to put them closer to good than me in this episode is that what that's sounding like is well you know maybe i didn't think about that until just now <laughs> maybe maybe i need to adjust my alignment chart a little bit um and finally these are two encounters from the england daily star which i believe is a tabloid magazine but yes. you know we're gonna we're going to pretend that it's a newspaper. <laughs> it's On Saturday, 13th, September of 2014, an older couple were walking through Canuck Chase near the style cop with their dog, 
It's the most British sentence I've ever read. <laughs> Once they got far enough into the woodlands and they were unable to see the road, they started to hear a giggling noise of a little girl. The husband recalls the following. To our amazement, a child no taller than one meter in height appeared. As if out of nowhere, further up the path in front of us. Is this British? I think this is I British. like how you started, like, old school American. We stopped. Yeah, <laughs> we progressed like, oh, into more yeah. elegant. <laughs> we stopped dead in our tracks after noticing her eyes had no color. Her head was tilted to the side in much the same way it would appear as if she had been hung. Crikey. That's all. <laughs> Guess the She's... accent. There was like six in there, you guys. <laughs> She stared at us for about five minutes before running away into the densely grouped area of the trees. My wife wanted to follow her, but I was having none of it. <laughs> the there you go. Cap. You ended on it, which is what matters. <laughs> I felt that. I'm having a hard time with accents today. <laughs> so the me. author, Lee Brickley, reported on this encounter while doing research for his book, Cannock Chase. Terrifying reports of the paranormal activity from the UK's most haunted town. It wasn't long till another person would come forward and tell Brickley of a similar encounter. A woman by the pseudonym Miss Kelly contacted him, and this is her encounter. Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to try. Around two months ago, my daughter and I were walking through Birch's Valley, which is an area well known for its spectral sightings. We, when we heard screams of young children, I couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl, but they definitely seemed in distress and sounded very close to us. So we instantly started running towards the noise. Rule one, never run towards the noise. It's a kid in dis- I get it. I get it. I get it. But, you know, you're in the most haunted town in England, apparently. Fair. Um, Fair. Great point. We couldn't find the child anywhere, and so stopped to catch our breath. That's when I turned around and saw a girl stood behind me, no more than ten years old, with her hands over her eyes like she was waiting for a birthday cake. What a strange (laughs) description. I asked if she was okay and if she had been the one screaming. She then put her arms down by her side and opened her eyes, which is when I saw they were completely black. No iris, no white, nothing. I jumped back and grabbed my daughter. When I looked again, the child was gone. It was strange, really. I knew something was going to happen even before it did. I just had a weird feeling. (laughs) Now, there are a ton of encounters, so if you guys want to read you know go check out the very reputable source england daily star um <laughs> Kimmy will have a link to it and read it read it in your best british accent and send it to me because apparently i forgot what british people sound like or read it in your best old school journalist transitioning to British accent. So it feels like you were telling the story with England us. England Daily Star! <laughs> Have you seen it, Adventure Time? Uh, um, not all of it. Oh, Some of it. To all those that watch Adventure Time, that's one of my bread and butter shows. I, I love when Ryan does the voice because he sounds like Jake's father. <laughs> it's oh. my favorite Because... <laughs> Him and his mom talk like that. Old radio announcer. They're like old, um, like demon hunters. 
They're oh, like cool. old school demon hunters, and he'll be like, "Oh, honey, we gotta go do this right now." I'm like it's so cute. <laughs> I love it so much. It's like my favorite voice. Anyway, I'm trying to completely distract by everything I hated in that. So, <laughs> you know what we don't hate though. We don't hate our sponsors. We don't hate our sponsors. Let's let's jump to our. Sp- Picture this, you're driving down Nevada's famous extraterrestrial highway when you suddenly see a UFO glide across the sky. And then BAM! Inspiration for a design that is out of this world hits you. So you pull over, pull out your sketchbook, and create a work of art. Now, while admiring your creation, it hits you that you could sell this online. But how? Or where do you even start? Well, that's where Printful comes in. Printful is a print-on-demand site with high-quality products, and it's the perfect way to start an online shop. It's super easy to use, and they help you every step of the way. All you have to do is upload your amazing artwork, or even use some of the pre-made designs they have, add it to the products you want, and then add it to your shop. Plus, they provide tons of different high-quality print-on-demand products and ship worldwide. Printful also has ready-made integrations that allow you to connect your Printful to your own store in just a few clicks. They are integrated with the world's top e-commerce platforms, which means you probably already have everything you need to set it up. For the podcast, we use a WordPress site that is hosted through Bluehost, and I was honestly so surprised because it just took a few clicks to install, and then the shop was live on our site in minutes. I wasn't shuffling through code for hours, and Printful provided a step-by-step guide on their website to help get everything set up. So that means you get more time to work on your alien-inspired artwork and less time stressing over setting up for an online shop. So what are you waiting for? Join Printful today by going to printful.com slash a slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Printful banner. Again, that's printful.com slash a slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our printful banner and start your online shop today wow those ads sure were a great distraction from the horrifying stories that we have been doing today yeah if i can't laugh about it or i'm just gonna move on you guys i i i hope you guys don't expect much more than that i'm already stuttering so oh, and then the picture of the little soulless eye demon comes up it's fine welcome back campus it's one context they just like freak you out like gone off screen for a second and like put them in brian i can't with you right now don't even talk to me don't even <laughs> this has been the last episode <laughs> Oh, no, I can't do it. So anyway, let's get let's get back into this real quick. Whoa. So appearance wise, these entities resemble children between the ages of six and 16. They wear dark clothes, so nothing that's dated too much and are most commonly seen with a hoodie and the hood will like hide their eyes so you can't see it. Um, They are known to have very pale skin and their eyes are an unnatural pure black color, like all of it. Like we got no white going on in there. Um, when one <laughs> when one makes eye contact with them, they will feel an immense sense of dread. They will then speak and ask for help in a very desperate sounding voice, 
which will make one feel immense guilt if they don't help them out. And if you are running into one of these creatures isn't scary enough, they typically travel in groups of two or four. So <laughs> you're going to run into a few of these creepy little rugrats. And these nice. creatures can be found standing at doorsteps, near car door, on highways, hitchhiking, or my favorite, panhandling. <laughs> whatever it takes. You know, whatever you need to, to get the scares. In this economy, I get it. Everyone's got a side hustle. <laughs> Even the BEK. <laughs> so, on top of being super creepy, they are known to be very sinister. They will either lead people away from safety or mostly walk up to a door or window and knock and then ask one of the following questions. So, they will ask if they can use your phone to call someone um, to let them in. And they use the word, please let them in, but they don't say it like, hey, can you please let us in? They're like, please let us in. Like, it's very cut and dry, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not very... I'm not asking all, like, nicely. Yeah. It's saying, please. Yeah, it's like a demand. Like, please let me in. (laughs) Ooh, la, 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 la. And then they're known to ask for a favor, request, or some type of help. Pretty much anything that gets them into whatever building you are currently in. That's their purpose, (laughs) is to hang out with you, so to speak. Um, So when one encounters this entity, though their gut may be screaming to turn the other way, they will feel obligated to help them out. And that is because of their ability to manipulate people along with their ability to manipulate others into doing their bidding. So they have a few abilities and I hate every single one of them. So (laughs) they are quite stealthy. They can hide and they'll like appear and disappear really quickly. Um, They love stalking. So... (laughs) They will be watching you for a while before you make it. They love stalking. They love, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. They love it. And being on the other end of that is not a good time. Don't stalk people, everybody. It's not okay. Um, they There's no known way to get rid of them. A lot of people believe, like, <laughs> sage your space or, like, do holy rituals to clean it. But we can't destroy them. They just disappear, reappear. Join them. Like, hey, I like your vibe. Is this like... Ryan, I'm I'm so confused. Are you like supportive? I'm I'm, I'm throwing you for a loop, you know? I don't like this. You're feeling what I feel every week. No, it's different. It's different. You can't justify it. This is is completely different. They're just some cool kids trying to play some fun pranks on some old people. <laughs> they're just having a good time. You know, there's days where God really tests me, and I feel like <laughs> this <laughs> I mean, the next one's cool. Um, dark magic. So Yeah, that's fun. That's, <laughs> that's fun. Very 90s, like, on brand yeah. with the 90s and the satanic panic of D&D. So, Who hasn't gotten all their friends together and did some dark magic. <laughs> he who is not guilty can cast the first stone 
That's all I'm saying. Lord, if this is the one, wow, it really is a new year. Look at what's happening to us over here, you guys. I thought the last episode, I was like, oh, this sounds nice, right? Seeing the good in these dark entities. And now I, I don't know how I feel about it. How I'm... <laughs> Now that it's a child and not a hot older woman, I just don't know what's really going on anymore. <laughs> really, really throwing you off. <laughs> it's, I'm so I'm uncomfortable with the story. I don't know what's happening. It's it's like you switched like voting parties on me all of a sudden, Ryan. There's a lot <laughs> going on with me inside. <laughs> so another ability is madness inducement also known as insanity inducement which is the power to cause madness in a person or a group of people that have no mental illnesses so the victims totally lose grip of reality and become hostile and lose control over themselves but like ryan said they sound just pretty cool so it's okay um just hanging out (laughs) jesus christ dealing with one of these abilities and encounter with this creature whether you help them or not will result in lasting nightmares so even seeing them you're gonna get nightmares which makes sense and if you are unlucky enough to help out this creature you will develop agoraphobia which is an extreme or irrational fear of entering open or crowded places of leaving one's own home or being in a place from which escape is difficult. So it's not a fun time. I'm not going to say it. They oh. don't sound pretty cool to me. And it's no. not a fun time. <laughs> I you know. Jesus. People have different opinions <laughs> on different things. Ryan, this is... I don't know what point you're trying to bring. It's not working. <laughs> it's not working at all. I don't... <sighs> Being tested. I get tested every day, you guys. Oh, wow. Look at that newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) So this is what we call tabloids, um, (laughs) which are the most entertaining form of information. Screaming black-eyed children, ghost terror, children haunting baffles experts. With the encounters of these kids popping up more frequently, it wasn't long until they started to become front page news. Front page tabloid news. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> tabloid in like little yeah. font next to it. Yeah. <laughs> so these You know, you know those for, for our audio listeners, you ever gone to like Walmart or Smith's and like at in the checkout aisle, there's just those little magazines with just the most ridiculous headlines you've ever seen, or it'll be like Oprah, like, creates volcano to, like, expand house in Hawaii or something <laughs> like that. Like, that's that's what the Daily Star is. Yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. It yeah. has the big meme font across yeah. the front of it. Like Some Bob News. <laughs> like, you get it for a fun time, not a factual time. Yeah. But that's why you guys are probably here listening to our show, too. So, yeah. hey. We're basically the tabloid <laughs> of the cryptid podcast world. Is that why there's cryptid podcasts that don't like us? Yeah, you know, that's, that's probably it. That's, that'll do it. We're the Daily Star of <laughs> Cryptid we just discovered something about ourselves listen people are still supporting us so if that says anything people are here for a good time not a fashion (laughs) 
Hey, speaking of which, our Patreon is no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, so the mainstream folklore podcast want to shut us down. <laughs> the mainstream folklore today. They want to shut us down. <laughs> Only you can support this. We're telling the truth about Mothman, and nobody else wants to listen. <laughs> The truth, the truth about the Loveman Frogman, yeah. he's caked up. <laughs> Nobody else wants to admit that the Frogman is caked up. We here at Alluring know he is caked up. We've seen him. We've seen him in his little wizard outfit, squatting 800. Goes to my gym. Goes to my, Goes to my gym. <laughs> he hogs the squat rack all day. <laughs> Well, okay, well, we're just going to keep going on that if I don't move on. <laughs> so, these kids... <laughs> I was performing dark rituals with the black-eyed children next door. He chants protein as he does it. <laughs> he uses protein powder to make the... <laughs> the pentagram on the floor. <laughs> In the protein pentagram. <laughs> It's real. I'm gonna tweet that. No context. The protein Instagram is real. Oh my gosh, I need that as a shirt. Oh, that's the funniest fucking thing ever. <laughs> what are we even talking about? We're like got children. That's what we're talking about. Nightmare fuel. Okay. So these kids especially became popular in England news and were commonly seen as front cover scary stories to entice the readers. Um, Some say it was the gloomy weather which made it easy to misidentify any kid in the coat as one of these entities, but more and more first-hand encounters of these black-eyed demons became a major part of the news. (laughs) Um, especially during the week of September 2014, when the British tabloid Daily Star ran three sensational front news stories about alleged black-eyed children sightings. So these encounters were all connected to the sale of the haunted pub in Staffordshire and even led to the collection of ghost hunters checking out the spot to see these entities firsthand. So the Daily Star continued to report about these several times and referred to as a plague of black-eyed ghost children in Canuck Chase, Stamfordshire. And it seemed that the legend of many credible witnesses continued to flood in, and all these encounters were eerily similar, and it was never clear what their purpose was. So though, <laughs> sorry, it's just the protein shake thing just really stuck with me. I'm trying to just move past it. And I just like see him like adding like sticks to each corner and pebbles from the water and like a wizard hat on one point. It's just, <laughs> oh, Lord, I love my imagination. So though there aren't many consistent encounters with these hooligans reported today, the BK are still a major part of local ghost stories told in the area. So here's what happened, right? <laughs> this kid went to Spencer's in 2014 for Hot Topic, either way, and he found some black, um, what are they called, contacts? Because those were those were a thing in 2014. I remember. Oh, yeah. Um, and he just scared an entire town. <laughs> it was just a guy. <laughs> it was just... 
One kid. Yeah, it was one kid doing black magic with his friends. Um, yeah. And like Ryan said, who hasn't done black magic mm-hmm. in their teens? That's what I'm saying. Who hasn't had a wicked face? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Sorry, I I'm really trying to keep it together. That's just funny. I I may have to do a pentagram protein shake thing just for us personally. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I go do yoga. So they ask just enough questions. They're like, oh, that looks nice. I'm like, I'm glad you think so. <laughs> um, now, you may be wondering, what the hell are these creatures? Are they demons? Are they aliens? Are they cryptids? Well, there are a few theories. Um, the most popular one is that they are a paranormal entity. And whether that is a ghost or a demon depends on who you ask. So the theory of them being a ghost would explain their ability to disappear and reappear along with how they have a ghostly appearance. So, like, a lot of the other sightings we didn't talk about, people say they kind of, like, look a little transparent, if that makes sense. Like, you can kind of see through them. And many demonologists, which I didn't know was a thing, believe that children that these children are the devil's offspring, and if you allow them in, you are inviting the devil himself. Wow. So, and some kids are a little like the devil. So, you know what? I won't dismiss this one completely. The devil's Mr. Worldwide, apparently. He's got (laughs) got little demon children all over the place. (laughs) The devil is like quagmire in this situation. Um, So, regardless if they are a ghost or demon they both are known to leave an awful lasting effect on their victim so which checks out with a demon or a ghost like someone doesn't just encounter a demon or a ghost and it's like oh that was a great tuesday unless you're cool with them unless you're cool ryan's apparently getting into some stuff i don't know about (laughs) 2023 baby let's go I'm getting weird in 2023. That's what I've decided. I'm going to get real weird with it. With his protein shake Pentecost. Mm-hmm. Every day. That's actually how I take my protein powder in the morning. <laughs> I, will, I don't know why that's the funniest thing. I'm going to I want to send you my Wiccan books and <laughs> you, you figure it out. Anytime it says salt, just replace it with protein powder and... <laughs> I just scribble it in in like really bad handwriting too. I'm in the buffest demon you've ever seen. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm actually ready for 2023 for you. It will be a great year. (laughs) I can feel it in my bones. (laughs) Um, The next popular theory is that they are aliens. So it's believed they've come to earth to do research. And the reason I don't think they're aliens it's because they're, like, hella vicious. I feel like a lot of the aliens we've talked about and I've looked into are very, like, skittish when they come. They, like, come to Earth, do research, and they, like, get caught, and they're like, I'm going to head out. Yeah. They're um, sounding like they're scientists, not their right. creepy demon soldier children. Right. Like, I like to think of the Mantis Man. He was one of the first cryptids we talked about. Do you remember him? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> like getting scared and disappearing like mm-hmm. shrieking and running away so that checks out to me but you know there's a there's also one more alien theory and that is that they are a weird human alien hybrid love child 
And this one seems like a stretch to me. But then I took a step back and I thought about humanity in the last few hundred years and how many men have been caught fucking ghosts. At not ghosts, um, probably oh, ghosts, but and ghosts, goats, yeah. and horses. So, an alien really hybrid, anything. Yeah, so I was like, an alien <laughs> Those hybrid. Are weird. <laughs> doesn't sound too far off. It doesn't. <laughs> at first, I was like, "There's no way," and then I was like, "You know." Well, again, those of us who haven't slept with an alien can cast the first stone. All right. <laughs> This episode has to be the Black Eyed Kids casting the first stone or something. <laughs> you can't. No one can. No. You've ne- you ever seen? You ever seen signs? <laughs> well, you're gonna tell that's me no. Come on. That, that's the one. Come on. Don't lie to yourself, man. I don't know what is happening right now. I don't know what flip switch happened in the universe this year, but. <laughs> I've learned it's always it always has to be one of us. <laughs> we can never both be or yin and yang. Or the yin and yang of poor yeah. decisions. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to make some friends. And maybe those friends are demons. And you know, like you gotta do what you gotta do. I just hope progressing throughout the year you start to dress more in like the wicked attire. Like, I will send you my wardrobe. <laughs> you start doing more of the cardigans. I start seeing more moon celestial yeah. stuff. <laughs> you die. I was seeing more like the edgy, like, uh, like YouTube ones where they got like the black top hats and Perfect. Like, the red ties. Like, you know, yeah. we'll see. and the petticoat. We'll I have a petticoat. Yeah. Just... Oh, of course, you do. <laughs> I cosplayed a lot, I got everything yeah. in my closet. <laughs> Okay. He's gonna get real into like sports and stuff, <laughs> and I'm gonna get real into witchcraft. I'm gonna start drinking protein powder yeah. shakes. We said 2023 last episode. We said 2023 is the year of maybe just like everyone chill out and let's just vibe <laughs> for a year. Nah, 2023 nah. is now the year of getting weird with it. <laughs> get weird with it. Mm-hmm. R- Ryan's gonna <laughs> gonna get into the witchcraft. And I'm going to get really into gym life. It will be great. Mm-hmm. So the final theory of what these creatures can be is vampires oh. that practice evil magic. Oh. <laughs> so I love this one. Yeah, that um, one makes sense, actually. You know, I wrote this as, like, the least possible. But the more we talk, you know, I, I'm actually more for this one. Because yeah. they have to be allowed to be entered. You know what I mean? Um, One thing I do want to point out, I feel if this was a thing, like if this was one of the more popular theories, we would have saw it on what we do in the shadows by this point. Oh, but Kimmy, have you seen the movie? No. Are they in the movie? Children vampires (gasps) in and in what we do in the shadows. I didn't know that. In the in the old like. Yeah, it's uh, the movie came way before the show. It's um, it's like a New Zealand. It's different actors. That's but it's okay. Really good. Yeah, it's got the guy from uh um, man, what's his name? I can't I can't think of any of the actors' names right now. Uh, every every uh New Zealand actor you can think of is in it. 
I, okay, well, now I know what I need to watch after I watch the horror movies sent me. Because that, okay, well, now I want to say they're vampires and nothing can change my mind. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, it's going to be in that show. If it's popular, yeah. that's where it's going to be. And I mean, they, they don't have... have black eyes in the movie, but they are, in fact, children vampires. So, you know, we're like 90% there. 90%. You know what? That's just a contact fix. Like, easy peasy lemon yeah. cool easy. <laughs> so, again, we don't know what they are. Um, I was very, like, I think they're supernatural entities. Now I'm, now I'm leaning vampire. So... You know, sometimes I write the notes and I completely change how I feel mm-hmm. during the episode. But this one's a little chaotic, so checks out. Um, the next part I want to talk about is how eyes are the windows to the soul. So people often call eyes windows to the soul. But what exactly do we see when we gaze into another person? In fact, the eyes do provide a lot of information about a person's emotional state, and we tend to track the eyes of those who we're talking to as a means of communication. So pupil's eyes can change, whether they are fearful, happy, sad, full of rage, etc. However, with the BEK having completely black eyes, there's no way to read them. <laughs> you are so close to the camera. <laughs> That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was looking into the eyes of our viewers. Oh, jeez. Oh, that that really like threw me off. I thought you got like meme frozen for a second right there. <laughs> That's gonna be a meme. I'm taking that screenshot. <laughs> um, so it's unclear. So we can't see where their eyes are looking, and that's what makes yeah. us feel so uncomfortable. Mm. Um, there have also been many religious theories that say how black eyes represent a demonic possession, a lack of control, and an inner darkness connected to the devil that is wanting to escape. So I personally have always referred to them as dead eyes. Um, fun fact, if you want to scare yourself, <laughs> if you're like, this episode obviously isn't as spooky as you thought it was going to be and you want to scare yourself, um, look up some of the true crime cases kind of going on, like the big court ones. And if you're like, I think this person did it, look at their crime shot photos because the ones that did it will always have, like, the dead eyes. And it's the creepiest thing ever. Like, I can't explain it. I've run into people that have the dead eye. And I'm like, nah, chief. It's just, yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. I but... know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like. But what's funny, right? So <laughs> think about, like, every prey animal. Okay. Like, deer, cows, like. None of them have whites in their eyes, but, you know, who do are predator animals. Like, you know, dogs, humans, anything. Like, the hunters have, like, the whites in their eyes because I don't know why. I'm not a scientist, but, you know, something about maybe, maybe, you know, as I've been saying, black eyed kids misunderstood. You know, I, I see what you mean when you say I justify these murderous women mm-hmm. because, like, I had no idea where that was going. And I'm like, he's just trying to prove his point somehow. <laughs> According to sciencefocus.com, species <laughs> who hunt in groups are more likely to have whites in their eyes than those who hunt alone or prey animals. So, 
well, just throwing it out there. Just you know, I'm just, I'm just. I want the audience to have both sides. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, you guys. I, I feel this is a really unhinged. Like we just keep bouncing on this episode. I'll just wait. <laughs> just, Lord. Well, listen. Speaking of the Lord, you know what, what time it is, Ryan? It's time. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, I know what time it is. It's time for Is It Science or the Church? I will add a sound effect to your soundboard where it's a howl, like a ooh. Yeah. Next oh time. Shut that dog up. <laughs> um, well, considering we've spent most of the episode talking demons, vampires. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Can I tell the you church. something? Okay, yeah, I haven't finished <laughs> it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you did it quite... I cut, you, I cut you off right in time. Um, You said one of the things earlier in the episode. I said one of the things earlier in the episode. Yes. Was it sciencefocus.com? <laughs> <laughs> My source for which animals have whites in their eyes according to google it wasn't that specific website but <laughs> that, that's all that's all the hints you're getting well i feel like i'd be cheating if i changed my answer what was so your answer? i'm gonna I, I said the church okay um already but now i'm thinking it's wrong yeah well like your theory of them being good this one is also wrong so you can boo yourself on that soundboard all right yeah well yeah. you know you you win some you lose some um i'm still proud of everybody who voted for the church <laughs> he who has never guessed science or the church wrong may cast <laughs> i'm gonna add science or the church to my podcast and make you have to guess be like so which who banned this movie in 1980? Was it Science or the Church? They're all going to be the church, but I want to guess Science just to shake it up yeah. a little bit. You're like, just so you can feel my pain. Yeah, I just want the power. You just want the power. What is the what's the Palpatine thing? Do it. Do it. Now. We got science for this one. Because the thing is with the church, demons is just too broad. You know what I mean? It's Uh too broad of a thing. There's not like a specific event or explanation for it. So it's got to be something specific. So there are two theories I could find about them. The first one is a condition called mydriasis which is the dilation of pupils which can be caused by various drugs or trauma or other things so many researchers have proposed that if a kid is taking drugs it can produce this so the drug would also explain the strange almost mechanical behavior of the kids in these reported cases but there isn't any actual studies for it that's a that's a stretch so it's a very thrown around thing yeah (laughs) dilated pupils are very different than 
black eyes. Correct. Yeah. So the next theory, which is much more plausible, as you can see by the image, is what you brought up. And it's just some child playing a spooky prank. <laughs> That's what it is. So you got it's it. Kids doing dark magic with the homies. <laughs> hanging out. Everyone has their little wicked face. So kids, yeah. typically teenagers, would mm-hmm. pop in a pair of these full scalar contact lenses, which can be purchased at any costume store. Oh. So they make your eyes look almost entirely back. And these are the worst things to possibly get out of your eye because like you have to like open your whole eyeball and like pinch i hate these these are like the worst thing ever so fun eye psa for all of you that are really into getting eyeballs touched these are an absolute nightmare um this theory i think is great because it helps keep the spooky legend alive but it doesn't explain how it started so, I think that they are real and they are vampires. That checks out to me. That's, that's I think it. they're real and they're just hanging out. <laughs> All right, your turn. You can you can take it from here, Mister. Welcome, Mister Pro B E K. Modern takes with Ryan, and that's my dog Pablo. All right. So, you're probably wondering, Ryan, why do you keep defending these kids? Well, let me tell you, my favorite horror movie trope is the evil child trope. Because it's a lot of fun. Because when you think, like, what are all the terrible things in this world? You might think a child. But (laughs) most likely not. And... I think that's what's so fun about them is it's these like innocent little things that are monsters. Um, and I mean, you see it all over Hollywood. I mean, there's a, there's the orphan, which is like all the way on the side. I that's can't the believe you put her up the there middle. to justify. <laughs> she's not, she looks like a kid. She, she, well, it's, the, the the black eyed children are possibly not children. The uh, vampires could be thousands of years old. I I don't even know what to say at this point. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> um, even like the Halloween franchise, like the very first one, Michael Myers was a little kid when it all started. You think, oh, little old, little old Mikey. Look at him now. Little you know? old Mikey. <laughs> Yeah, this is it. This is the episode. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just a fun little movie trope. You know? The audience agrees with me. <laughs> I can hear someone sitting in their car on the way to work. They're like, yeah, Ryan's right. Those are the best horror movies. The Shining has these creepy little twins. I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure who that one on the far right is. No. But they're... Oh, I- they're creepy. The only kids I can think of are from the, at the top of my head, is the lady in black one. Yeah, like the feral kid. Yeah. Yeah. See? See? And you're like, wow, what a good movie. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> that was the first thought that came to mind. The grudge? 
technically oh, earth sign not grudge. Yeah, the grudge, the ring. Mm-hmm. It's all the little little kids who you think are innocent, but bam, they get you, and it makes for a great movie. Um, that's really all I have because Kimmy recommended me watching a 2012 <laughs> movie called Black Eyed Kids, and it had two stars. Um, and the only option to watch it was like twelve dollars, and I was like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So if you'd like to watch, there's a 2012 film called Black Eyed Kids. Um, it might be good, but probably not. And like bad horror movies are good, but like fun bad. I think this one might just be bad. It may just be a few kids hanging out from yeah. what we've gathered. Just some kids vibing, you know, <laughs> putting contacts in, pranking people. That's another great episode title, The Black Eyed Kids Just Vibing. <laughs> I like Demonic Rugrats. I think that's a great title. Okay. I highlighted it at the very beginning. Thank of you like, so much. All in one. That makes my life so much easier when I do the notes. Well, okay. Well, well, I've been Modern Taste with Ryan, a very simple. Um, yeah. I. Lore report time. I can't. We're moving on. I just walk through the lore report. And then I have an owl sound for this that goes, hoo-hoo. But I haven't given it to you yet. Was that it? It's me. Oh, okay. I was like, that sounds just like it. Thank you. All right. My college Uh, mascot is night owls, so I have to uh, constantly hoot or else they expel me. Oh. (laughs) It's like the joke. It's like one of us is an owl. (laughs) Who? <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> okay. Um, y'all, we have some very exciting projects coming out your way. I've been really busy with a lot of planning for the year. So I have been working on scheduling out a lot, and I mean a lot of behind scene posts for our Patreon. So, you know what? Head on over there if you want to see a little bit behind the, the curtain or the camp the campground tent is a better analogy for all our brand stuff. I, I haven't told you this, but I'm gonna make a Loveland Frogman workout guide. <gasps> um it's not gonna be a good workout guide. It doesn't need to it's be only gonna be glutes. <laughs> but that'll be on Patreon and the big, uh, the big, big folklore doesn't want us to tell you about the Loveland Frogman's workout, but you can find it on Patreon. Can you please wear an American flag? Can we get? Yeah. I just need an American flag in there. That's an accessory. But all right, you folklore lovers, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash alluring. We got coloring pages that the corporate media doesn't want you to use. Digital downloads. That you you should probably print them out before it gets taken offline, and of course, what freedom loving Patreon wouldn't be complete without voting on future episodes. Please, <laughs> I'm cutting that out to make it an ad. That's the funniest thing. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys, we have some great stuff there. We have some games that <laughs> that are in the queue. I want to play. We got with. games in the queue. Mothman Prophecy. There's the Mothman Prophecy. He sees the future. He can tell you what's coming. And what's coming is our Patreon. 
going to get the separate audio of that later. That's the best thing ever. Well, <laughs> well, stay tuned, you guys. And it's a great way to support the show. More support we get, the more more episodes we can make, the more ridiculous stuff we can make. Like Ryan's workout. Yep. With the show being party. folklore, what it means to be a true folklore podcast. I can't. I'm done today. <laughs> All right. And exciting news. If you loved that terrible little snippet of me talking about movies um, a couple minutes ago before whatever happened to my voice happened, um, you're going to want to check out our somewhat new podcast because this is version 2.0. It's been out for a little bit, but version 2 is brand spanking new. came out yesterday as of recording this podcast (laughs) creepy campers podcast where we will now be dissecting your favorite horror movies and looking at the deeper meaning because that's the real joy of horror movies it's not being scared it's being like is this movie about trauma (laughs) the answer is usually yes and it's great because then I'm forced to watch scary movies that I normally wouldn't watch. So yeah, we started it off light. The episode out now is about the menu, which is one of my favorite movies, but not really a horror movie. Um, but coming down the pipeline, we're going to talk about Smile. We're going to talk about the new. Um, I can't even remember what the new movie is called. Like it's kind of like Cabin in the Woods. Evil Dead Mama's coming out. There's all sorts of good movies coming out. And I'm going to make Kimmy watch all of them. Knock at the Cabin. That's the one I was thinking. Knock at the, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's great. I'm I'm excited and I hate it all at the same time. So, it's it's a fun time and it's a great it's a great little show. I feel it's a little bit more serious than we can get on here, but I like it cuz it's yeah. good serious. You know what I mean? Well, it depends on the movie. Like The Menu is a serious movie. Um, I have a feeling Knock at the Cabin is going to be just absolutely terrible. Oh, great. um, So we'll see how that episode goes. But it's a good time. (laughs) We do a little reviewing, a little talking, a little chit-chatting. It's a little little more off the rails, like not not quite so, like, researched. You know, it's as researched as we get from watching a movie. (laughs) Um, It's more about our feelings. (laughs) <laughs> yeah anyway check it out um all right big folklore also doesn't want you to watch that so you know <laughs> oh my gosh i hope we don't get banned from youtube for <laughs> big youtube's trying to shut down the small independent folklore channels <laughs> okay anyway. oh, well, let's, so let's go. here is what you thought i was gonna put for the Alorian Lyman chart. Okay. Right? You're like, yeah, Ryan's going to agree with me. Here's where we're at. I will agree. They are, in fact, chaotic. But we don't know they're evil. <laughs> what? Did they Ryan. ever, in any of my stories, in any of your research, did they ever actually do anything evil? Or did they just make people feel creeped out? And then later, bad things happened. They can be the result of those things. Well, they come before. So I'm just saying it's entirely possible that they're more of a bad omen. 
and oh. not the cause. If anything, maybe they're the good guys. They're trying to warn you, like, our parents are coming, and you want to stay away from them. So we're going to creep you out now so that you don't go outside to the men in the top hats. No, because they're asking to come in. We we decided they're vampires. They want to enter your humble abode, shut off the power, freak you out. I think the power going out may have just been a pure coincidence. Oh my god. The power in 2003 was not great. (laughs) It's still not great. (laughs) It's still not great. I don't I can't vouch for England. I have no idea. You guys might have a great power grid. But we don't. My power goes out once a month. I don't blame it on demonic forces. Jeez, Ryan. You know I'm what? I'm just saying. I, I can't. Just saying. You know, just saying. No, I'm, I, you know what? I don't know what tea you drank today. Maybe it's because I had a protein shake this morning before my workout. Maybe that's what threw off everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why you are pro black eyed kids right now. Maybe it's because of my love of the Black Eyed Peas, the early 2000s <laughs> band, and maybe they were inspired by the Black Eyed Kids. This is the... I never thought I'd see the day, and today's the day, and I just... I wasn't ready for it. like episode three was Ryan quits alluring, episode 40 is... Jimmy quits alluring. You know, I can't... I, I will move. I have been swayed a little. Okay. A little. Okay. A little. Where I will move a little over on the evil scale. Not as malicious, because Ryan does so make a, a point. More, a little more neutral. A little more neutral. He does make a point. Okay. We, we haven't seen them physically do anything. Mm-hmm. But they have caused... Air, what is it? Uh, uh, Gorophobia? So, see, but that's just that's just the fear of going outside that they didn't have before. You know, I mean, like that a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Ryan, that Ryan Huskins, because it, it is caused from them seeing these creatures know. from their encounters well, with them. Yeah, oh, here's the thing: if people who had agoraphobia, um, when there's a global pandemic, they did pretty all right because oh, they were already inside. I, so, I what if, what if, hear me out, what if the next time that person went outside, they were going to get struck by lightning? Instead, the black eyed children said, stay inside forever, because the next time you go outside, you're going to get struck by lightning. It's kind of like a final destination situation. <laughs> Just saying, anything's possible. We don't know. Jesus. We are not experts. You say it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Oh man, you know I'll I'll move a little over yeah. to to neutral. A little more to the good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Between evil and neutral is where I place it. Very chaotic. I'll take it. Oh, Jesus. Well, we're doing takeaways. I'm gonna start. Um, don't help demonic rugrats is my takeaway. Mine's gonna be or do. <laughs> I can't. We're done. We're done, everyone. This has been 
This has been a great run. Um, this has been alluring. <laughs> Have an alluring day. Go summon, go summon some dark spirits with your friendly neighborhood black-eyed children. And we'll catch you next episode. Don't do it, you guys. <laughs> do it. Do it. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at Alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now. Witchcraft. The occult. Extremist beliefs. Murder. Tune in to Rogue Darkness each Friday and join host Raven as I uncover horrific crimes committed under the misconceptions and misunderstandings of witchcraft and other belief systems. I'll cover a wide range of crimes involving ritualistic killings and extremist beliefs to cult persuasion and supposed possession. Anything and everything that borders the line of horrifying. There's always three sides to a story. Side A, Side B, and then the truth. Let's uncover the truth together and explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. Available wherever you get your podcast fix, simply by searching Rogue Darkness.